What's good, y'all? It's Aaron, a.k.a. The Lost Homie, a.k.a. The Anime Anthology, coming to you quickly with a disclaimer about this pod you're about to listen to. This was filmed live on YouTube, on our YouTube, the Black Anime YouTube. And so at times, you may answer questions from the comments that are made on the live while we were doing it. And, you know, some comments or some statements may look better in video or may make more sense if you're watching what we were doing. So... With saying that, if you would like to watch the live pod or watch the playback of it or watch it when we do go live, go ahead over to YouTube and then type in BLXXK Anime, BLXXK Anime, and then join us next time we're live. We'd love to have you, and we stream about two to three times a month. So there's definitely a lot of content there for you to watch as well. So thank you for listening to this pod. I hope you enjoy it, and let's get started. Welcome to the Black Anime Podcast. You see me dead, do you? Well then. Go on. She's all about that ass. Like, I love Naruto. I grew up on Naruto. <laughs> like, <laughs> it'll be different for me. I just always compared anime to Naruto. You are now tuned into the Black Anime Podcast. Not the same. You are now tuned in to the Black Anime Podcast. What's good, everybody? Welcome, y'all, to another episode of the Black Anime Podcast. And this episode is what we like to call Where Do I Start? And before I keep going, before I explain where do I start is, let's go ahead and um, introduce ourselves. You got me, you already know, your main man, Aaron, a.k.a. The Lost Homie, a.k.a. The Anime Anthology. I watch an anime every day, all day. Every day, yeah, every day. And we got my man's here who happy to have, we have him on the pod before, happy to have him again, especially on this topic. This is the the connoisseur. This is the this is the genius. The this is this is the the <laughs> don't, don't be humble. Don't be humble. This is this, this is the man to go to when you need to learn about mechas. This is the man. This is the man right here. Alright, go ahead and introduce yourself, my dog. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Name is Ash. Full, full name Ash Beard Guy, aka Ashton Zala, aka Ash Bogard, aka Soul Bad Guy, aka whatever you want me to do. <laughs> and I'm here to talk about giant shooty robots. Yes, we are. That's exactly what we're here to talk about. Um, before we get started, I'm just gonna make sure. Yes, we are. Uh, just make sure, okay, all right, so we good. Make sure because I, I got a little notification said the audio wasn't going through, but we good now. The audio's coming through. So, so as my man said, we're here to talk about big shooty robots. If you saw the title, we're here to talk about big shooty robots. Um, and so what that means is, and where do I start? If you listen to our last one, last one we did was like almost a year ago. We did it on Fate Zero, which we're gonna go back to. I've been I've been holding off Fate, but we're gonna go back to that because there's so much more Fate to talk about. And so for this one, we're going over Mobile Suit Gundam. Now, if you've never heard of Mobile Suit Gundam, I don't know what, what rock you've been under, but I'm going to need you to get out from under it. Mobile Suit Gundam has been around longer than most of us have been alive. 
I'm just be honest right now. I mean, start out 1979, still going strong with spinoff after spinoff. And so where do I start? What we do if you talk about long, sprawling series that have um, they have a lot of spinoffs and they have a lot of uh, or at least a lot of continuations. And they basically stood the test of time from day one when they were enacted. So uh, talking about that, um, like I said, the last one we talked about was Fate. We took to do a mobile, mobile suit Gundam today. You know, uh, there's, um, oh my gosh, I'm forgetting names of anime right now. Monogatari, there's a few other ones. But today we're talking about Mobile Suit Gundam. So also we want to help people have a definitive or have an idea of where they should start within the series. Because like I said, there's a lot of, you could start Mobile Suit Gundam. You could watch a lot of Gundams and not really be watching Gundam. And so, uh. Which actually, I said that last week. I said that last week. Um, before we were trying to go last week, and I said it before, there's a few Gundams that I mean, after me going back and actually watching it, I feel as though like we call them Gundams, but I'm like they're not really Gundams. Um, they, well, I'll explain. I'll explain. I'll explain. But uh, besides that, I feel like I mean, let's just let's just let's get into the topic. Let's just get into the topic. So first things first, let's just talk about let's talk about how you feel about Gundam. Uh, I'm gonna let you go first because you probably got more opinions on it than I do. Seeing as, like I said, you the kind of story. All right? Look at this man. Look at this man rubbing his glasses. He about to push him back and all that. He about to get in on this. All right, let's go. Go ahead, Ash. Tell us what you tell us what you got to tell us what you got to say. <laughs> um. So first of all, um, I'll just talk about my introduction to the Gundam franchise. So first of all, I started watching Gundam as a lot of Western mega anime fans did with the English dub of Mobile Suit Gundam Wing. AKA the Bishonen Giant Shooty Robot Boys Club, <laughs> um, <laughs> which uh, first started airing obviously on Toonami uh, for me in the early 2000s. I believe it was 2001. Mm -hmm. So I first watched that. I mean, Toonami was a whole ass network in the UK, but that's a different discussion for it. <laughs> we'll come on to that another time. So I watched that. Um, I also watched uh, bits and pieces of Gundam Seed. Um, also, I watched Gundam Double O uh, when it aired over in the West. It aired on the Sci-Fi Network, I believe. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, so that was my introduction to Gundam. Then I didn't really say I fell out of love of it. Um, and then I got back into it like big time in 2018 um, with a little series called Gundam Build Fighters, which is basically Battle Shonen. Was wildly successful. I mean, it was so wildly successful that um, the individual who I believe directed uh, Build Fighters is working on My Hero Academia. So, wow. Yeah. Which, uh, and obviously, yeah. which is also wildly successful. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know. But yeah, he's been doing a good job. Yeah, there. He did, he did a good yeah. job. So that's what got me back into Gundam. Um, so in terms of starting with Gundam, um, I mean... Should we go into the timelines first and like clearly define what the different timelines and alternate continuities are? Because obviously, purely we're going to be talking about stuff from the universe. Yeah. Universe. So yeah, but, um, yeah. It, we should probably drop science on. Well, not drop science, but we should probably make them aware of the fact that there are obviously alternate continuities. Um, Before we get into that, I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna universe, talk a little bit about how how kind of I started watching them. Well, I'm gonna say this. Mm. I'm a baby when it comes to Gundam. I didn't watch it when I was growing up. Um, and I honestly, a little bit, I, I'm going to be honest, I felt peer pressure a little bit. I'm not even going to lie. You know what I mean? Because a lot of people, they do not like mech anime. They don't like mecha. They don't like none of that, right? And and for real, for real, you remember the last time you was on the pod, I told you to give me some, some stuff to watch. 
and you gave it to me, but I got I watched it. And I mean, those the most famous mechas that people usually watch is Code Geass and uh, Neon Genesis. Um, and those are probably the two biggest ones. I mean, Iron Blooded Orphans is like it's, it's a close but far third. Well, actually, no, then this, you know, I mean, we got Gurren Lagan, but it, it's far few between on which like mechas that people um actually talk about. So like I enjoyed all those. I, 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 I haven't watched Neon Genesis yet. I just haven't been interested enough to watch it yet. But I've always wanted to get into Gundam because I watched IBO, Iron Blood Orphans, and I was like, I want to know if this actually fits into the actual world that is Gundam. So um, I told myself last month, I'm like, all right, yeah, fuck, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna watch Gundam. I'm gonna reach out to Ash. We're gonna do this episode because I'm ready to talk about Gundam. So. I just started watching it last, 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 we'll get into the continuities. And I, again, I didn't understand it. So I was Googling it and trying to figure out what is the order to watch Gundam in, right? Because in all honesty, from what I've watched so far with Gundam, you can watch IBO and it doesn't spoil anything. I don't spoil a damn thing. It, like it's, and, and, and that, that, that's what gets into my point in saying that some things, I feel like for a lot of these Gundam series, uh, even though Gundam IBO holds the same themes and values for the most part that the mainline Gundam series has, um, it feels like like some like a few of these Gundams are just Gundam in name only. Like it's just Mecha, but we also gonna call it Gundam. Am I wrong in saying that? Am I wrong in saying that? Because that's how I feel. That's how because after watching IBO, I'm like, hmm, you could have called you thematic. Thanks. I mean, thematically, I guess you're correct. Mm -hmm. um, aesthetically. Obviously, there are common elements that tie all of these um, giant iron machines, of war machines mm -hmm. of death, together. Um, the most common of them, obviously, being the V-fin. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, that lies atop of every single Gundam. Um, so, yeah. I mean, technically, I guess you are correct. Um, obviously, they are all called Gundam, and they all belong to one particular long-running franchise. So, they are all Gundam. Um whether it be a name only or not so yeah so I, like I, I, again i agree i agree on that i'm just saying i'm just saying i feel like they could have been named something else and it still would have made it still made sense but i'm glad uh, for the most part i'm glad it's named gundam because it kind of brings you into the series and kind of if you watch ibo then your expectations for the rest of the gundam series is kind of set so um talking about watch order um since you, you don't think so you don't think so i think ibo I, I think I, I, IBO I think set me up for 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 like Origins and the original and even 08. I think with a lot of the um, alternate universes or alternate continuities of Gundam, I think IBO is the most wildly different um, of them. I think a lot of them share themes that are thematically similar, um, very wildly different in tone. I mean, for example, the protagonists are like very young children um, at the start and are child soldiers. And uh, yeah, and obviously the villains win at the end as well. So there's that too, um, which doesn't usually happen um, in Gundam. I mean, usually there is a massive loss of life, but good or the protagonists usually prevail. Not the case in IBO though. I'm sure as you mm. know. Yeah, yeah, coming kill the art. Don't even get me started on. That. Don't, don't. Yeah. yeah. But 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 uh, but I feel like that's like the real the realism that that's important. You know what I mean? Yeah. That it's kind of important like, to the to the themes of these series. Because if you never watched the Gundam, or if you've only heard it in passing, the one of the like the main themes about Gundam is war is bad, war sucks, war is trash. That's that's kind of one of some of the main themes of most of them. It's a lot about it's about the the I mean not only um, 
how bad war is, but kind of people's unhealthy obsession with war. And maybe mainly more people in power. People in power is unhealthy obsession with war. A lot of them go deeper than that. Like, for example, uh, IBO, for me, obviously goes like, because a lot of it is about, and a lot of um, Takadan's fight is about, obviously, gaining, uh, there's an underlying, there's an undercurrent mm-hmm. um, of Martian independence. Mm-hmm. So a lot of it is about anti-colonialism as well for me. Mm-hmm. I found that mm-hmm. to be a very anti-colonialist story, mm-hmm. um, personally, for me. No, 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 you're, you're right. You're, you're 100% right. And that's like where it kind of parallels with, and let's start transitioning, um, parallels into like the beginning of the Gundam franchise that we're talking about. Um, talking about timeline wise, right? Where if you watch, you know, Gundam Origin or you read the manga first, stuff like that, and we talk about why exactly Zeon and the Earth Federation went to war was because Zeon wanted to the uh well the person in charge at the time who was what's his name? What was his name? Oh my gosh, uh, um, Charles Dad, not Charles. Cassville's dad. Cassville's dad. Uh, that be in it. Zabby, yeah, no, Zabby. Um, yeah, was that yeah, no no Zab no Zabby's Zabby, the Zabby's, Zabby's the villain. Zabby's not Zabby's not no Zabby is the Zabby is the um He's the family. That's that's a that's the villain he, family. He, yeah. yeah. He yeah, he is the he is the actual um leader of the principality of Zion. The, the principality of Zion. But, um Zion's Zion's um Daikun is um Daikun. Is, the Daikun. Yeah, Daikun. Yes, Daikun yes, is, yes, um, yes. Who found obviously the new type principle upon which the principality of Zion um, based their claim for independence on mm-hmm. um, Zion Zondaikon. I think it's Zion Zondaikon anyway. Yeah, because it takes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He, he, he died under mysterious circumstances. He was, first of all, we all know that man was assassinated I, by the Zabby. Zabby's assassinated Daikon. Let's not act like it's not, like we don't know that. It was the fucking Zabby. And, and then they took his anti colonialist. Um, they took that and instead of doing what independence and turned it into a militaristic yeah because that's not what he wanted that's not and that's see see, like it's it's like you know co-opting campaigns like there's a lot of stuff that when i watched i'll say specifically gundam origin there's a lot of stuff and i mean most of gundam does but i have i have my own reservations about that series but gundam origin does a really good job of paralleling purposely and i guess not purposely with what goes on today like a lot of you know co-opting a lot of you know uh basically you know they killed daikun co-opted what he wanted and then changed it to fit their own means to make a militaristic a fascist type of uh of leadership and and yeah. then, then we did uh and then we also had the, which which can again be moved on to today um you know propaganda all that kind of stuff like that like it does a really good job gundam uh origin which i believe is and isn't the best way to start out the Gundam Universal Century series. I would say is and isn't. It kind of, I'll say this, Gundam Origin kind of spoiled me. I'm sorry. I feel like Gundam Origin, to me, the series... Okay, go ahead. I was going to say, first of all, let's talk about the context of Gundam Origin, Mm -hmm. Gundam the Origin as an adaptation. Mm -hmm. Because I'm obviously, I'm sure as you know, um, the actual adaptation, the OVA series, only adapts volumes 5 to 7. Mm-hmm. Of the kind of the origin manga, whereas obviously there is is it thirteen volumes? I think you told me that last time, yeah. But and you and but you could you can tell that because they really the last the last um episode they kind of speed up the end to try and get to um the beginning of Mobile Suit Gundam. So you can kind you can kind of tell that, yeah. So yeah, only really and obviously the um the Gundam the origin 
anime OVAs obviously is very much set up as an origin story for mm-hmm. Shah as the, mm-hmm. the red comment mm-hmm. um, to give him some character development and mm-hmm. um, build up where the man behind the white mask and helmet came from, to be perfectly honest. So, yeah. And I, I have to say, Sunrise, I, I'm, I'm going to say this. I was thinking about this. I was thinking about this. The man who directed that, the people who wrote that, they need their dicks up. I'm just saying they need it. They need it because they did a good job. They did an amazing job. They didn't admit. They deserve pleasure. They did an amazing job. You don't think so? I love Gundam Origin, bro. I I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it that way, but it was a very impressive... Um, it was a very impressive work of what a pussy eh? whoever whoever's, 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 whoever's working on it the anime pussy. fandom i'm mean, within the anime medium so yeah pardon i said i said well pussy eh? you know they, whatever okay, whatever that's whatever, 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 whatever i mean hey, hey, hey i'm just saying whatever they prefer yeah. you know what i mean that's, that's, that's what they deserve that's what they deserve because i'm <laughs> i'm straight in the I, I got <laughs> i got it <laughs> People have, want to get down. Hey, whatever, whatever, whatever you want to get done to yourself, that's, but, but they deserve pleasure. I, honestly, for me, while watching Gundam Origin, you know, I, I've realized that a lot of people put too much focus on the mechs, right? And whether you like the mechs or not, whatever. I'm, I'm not really worried about that. The story behind Gundam Origin is fucking fascinating. Seeing Casbell's turn from, you know, from Casbell to Char is phenomenal like and 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 just the story elements how watching him kind of turn evil somebody like i like i have questions on his motivations but on him turning e- turning evil quote unquote evil yeah, quote, unquote. quote unquote evil um and just the way the story the pacing the when i when i say that every episode of gundam origin feels like a movie i really feel that way like between the quality of animation sunrise did what they had to do um between how the story flowed from episode to episode it felt like i was watching i felt like i watched six movies which is basically what i did but i feel like i watched six movies like they're so complete in in each in each iteration and getting through what the breadth of the story to where like you get really involved in it before they even bring out the mechs before they even bring out the mechs you sitting here like yo this man caswell that's a bad man that's a bad man, okay. There's there's a few scenes. This this is come on. There's that scene where where the dude finds out who he is. The dude finds out who he is when they're storming the base, and and Casbell's like, "Oh, you're on a dedicated channel, okay, okay." Dude gets in the tank, and he's yelling Casbell's name. He's like, "Casbell, why would you do this to me? Casbell, tell him not to shoot. Tell him not to shoot." And next thing you know, they, they kill you know, the other team. Other people kill him, and Casbell's like, "My name is Char." I'm not Casbell, and I was like, "Man, it's cold." Not even that. Not, that's one. That's one. That's that's only one moment of coldness that this man shows within those within basically basically about three and a half episodes of the last three and a half episodes. That man is cold. He's cold blooded. He's cold blooded. That man is different. That's a top. That's a top five. That man is different. He, he did kind of have like. Zeon, Zeon soldiers near the beginning run up in his house and like try and kill him and mm-hmm. his family. So mm-hmm. what do you expect? That's true. That's he, true. He, he's, he's gonna get to clapping. <laughs> Niggas must die. They must be defeated. He must have his revenge. Oh you my god. <laughs> that moment and then the moment where he so if you if you've never seen the series, Caspell and Char are not the same person. They're just two kids who look alike. He basically steals his, he basically steals his identity. He's, he's, he does steal his identity. He, first of all, yeah. 
I knew. See, when that happened, see, see, when he was um before that, when he was it was it was in Texas, the Texas, which is one of the colonies, um, when it was in Texas, and and he beat the dude out the window. He walked away mad as hell. I was like, okay, this man's changing. He's changing. Like that was the shift. That was the shift. Because before that, he was still kind of happy. This was the shift. When they get to leave, and he noticed that he's being followed, it doesn't say anything. I'm like, why is he not saying anything? Why is he not? What's, why is he not doing that? And then they switch clothes, and I'm like, no, no, don't do this, Casper. Casper, don't do this. No, you're not like this, Casper. <laughs> no, don't do this. And then they see, you no, know, Casper sets Char up. Char dies. On on the plane, and then Caspell takes his identity and goes and to the academy. Takes his place at the Zion Academy. Academy, yeah. Oh, and I'm just like, that's cold blooded. And this man was smiling. This man was smiling. He was like, yeah, I'm tired now. Start smiling. I'm like, yo, Caspell, that's not. A... I'm sorry, man. Gundam Origin had me had me standing up, had me doing things that I don't do for a lot of series. Origin. That's a, that's a damn masterpiece to me. I can't... Besides how it continues into Mobile Gundam, which there are differences, but those six episodes, it tells a story that is unlike that you really even see in anime. Like, it's so compelling. Gundam Origins, that's, that's a damn masterpiece to me. I can't... Yeah. It's a damn masterpiece. You should, you should definitely try and read the manga if you can in its entirety. I think, I think it's available in English. I think all of it's available in English. It should be. Well, Gundam is that popular. Because the, the manga in its entirety is actually a retelling of the original Mobile Suit Gundam. So it mm. goes in, it does actually go into the One Year War and so on and so forth. Oh, okay. Yoshikazu Yasuhiko um, went big on that, directing that. And um, Katsuyuki Sumasawa obviously was the writer of um, Mobile Suit Gundam The Origin. I'm not sure if he's worked on any other Gundam projects. Um, I'll I'll have to have a look at that. But um, mm-hmm. he should definitely, um, he he should definitely, definitely, definitely be working on more Gundam projects. Um, <laughs> if he can pull that out of the bag, to be perfectly honest, I wouldn't say Gundam: The Origins a masterpiece for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would definitely say it's up there as one of the best Gundam works of the 2010s, mm-hmm. for sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. I still don't think it's better than Unicorn, though. Well, I haven't got the unicorn yet. Not, I haven't, not, yeah, I haven't got there yet. We're not yeah. covering unicorn right now. Yeah. We're not covering unicorn um. Right now. So just talk, just just to talk about. So I started watching it from the Universal Century. So I started with Gundam Origin, and we're talking about three today because there's way too many Gundams to fit into one one episode. Way too many. Um, talking about Gundam the Origin, the original Mobile Suit Gundam, um, the series, and I believe you said you watched the movie. So you watch yeah, movies three. The, oh yeah, uh, okay, three movies. But it was, I gotta watch. A while ago, and I haven't been able to. I haven't been able to like rewatch. We watch the first one. Watch the rewatch the first one at like double speed. But I'm like, <laughs> you doing the telly? You doing the telly? I don't know. You just watch anime and double speed. Oh gosh. Um, and then we're gonna talk. Shout out to Telly Ono. Telly Ono. Um, and then we're gonna talk about MS Awake Squad or Eighth Squad. I I I said. Yeah, eight, I'm sorry, 8th MS team, yeah. 8th MS team. I, I always say 08. I don't know why. Like, I don't know why I do that. But it's 8th MS team. And um, so, basically, if you start from Universal Century, that is the best way to... That is from... I believe that's the best way to start it. Unless unless you would say start with Mobile Suit Gundam first and then go to Origin or just wait, just not watch Origin. Okay, so let me... So, 
If we're watching from, yeah, we're watching from Universal Century. If we're watching from Universal Century. Yeah. Oh, for watching from Universal Century. So since you mentioned Universal Century, let's just cover the different timelines very, mm-hmm. very briefly. Mm-hmm. Let's do a primer. So the Universal Century is the main timeline or the main continuity of Mobile Suit Gundam. Um, that was obviously first established in the 1979 series, mm-hmm. uh, Mobile Suit Gundam, and continues in its sequel, Mobile Suit Zeta Gundam, Mobile Suit Double Zeta, and obviously um, Mobile Suit Gundam Victory, and so on and so forth, and various series after that. Then you've got the first alternate timeline, chronologically, is the Future Century, which was introduced in, obviously, Mobile Suit, uh, Mo- sorry, Mobile Fighter G Gundam, which was first released in 1994, I believe? Yes. And then, um, so obviously within that, um, within the Future Century, um, Earth is split up into different countries, different territories. It's kind of a wasteland. And um, the ruler of Earth is decided by the Gundam fight, which I'm sure you you, you know about G Gundam, right? You haven't seen I've, it? I've heard of G Gundam, but I just haven't watched it. Okay, well, yeah, you need to watch it. It's, it's, it's like I'm the not, one super robot I'm, show. I'm, I'm it's the one super it. robot show within, within the Gundam franchise, and okay. it's amazing. Um, so watch it when you get a chance. Mm-hmm. And then the next, uh, chronologically, the next, well, not chronologically, but the ne- the chronologically is in the next world. Release order, release order. Next, yeah. yeah, release order. So the next timeline is ni- is the um, after colony timeline. That's right. Mm-hmm. After colony the timeline. AC. That's AC. Mobile Suit Gundam Wing. Mm-hmm. AC, yeah. Which I could do with right now. <laughs> AC. <laughs> Air conditioning. Um, <laughs> after colony timeline of obviously... Uh, Mobile Suit Gundam Wing. Enough people here have seen Mobile Suit Gundam Wing for me not to have to go into that, and I'm not particularly a big fan of Gundam <laughs> Wing. I think it's some big. When, when, when I get to um, it, we're gonna talk to it, but I got time. We, we got probably like another six months so I get to fucking Mobile Suit Gundam Wing, man. Fuck Gundam. Fuck Gundam Wing. I don't want to curse. <laughs> fuck Gundam Wing. And then <laughs> next, uh, we have the After War timeline of Mobile Suit Gundam X. Gundam X wasn't actually re- re- released in uh, the West. It wasn't aired in. The, it hasn't aired in the West, and it was originally supposed to obviously have the fifty episode mm-hmm. um, run, but it was cut short due to poor ratings. Uh, Mobile Suit Gundam, uh, sorry, um, After War Gundam X um, takes place in obviously a setting after a cataclysmic war. It's kind of post-apocalyptic um, where. Various factions um, roam the earth, um, looking for resources and so on and so forth. And interesting fact: After War Gundam X is the only other confirmed Gundam timeline or continuity that contains new types in it. Um, which, 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 ma- which, which makes sense because I don't, I don't really like new types. Gundam, well, Gundam Seed kind of has new types, but they're not confirmed. Um, so that's the After War, and then there is. Turner Gundam, which came out in 1999, um, and that is the correct century, um, which is kind of like a timeline that, try, that is, is the far-flung future and tries to basically tie everything together. Interesting. Um, and obviously, I'm not sure if you've seen the designs from Turner Gundam, but those were done by uh, Sid Mead, RIP. Um, remember, Turner, Gundam, Turner Gundam was, again... Uh, Gundam work helmed mm-hmm. by Yoshiyuki Tomino. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really, 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 really good. Again, wasn't released in the West, but yeah, Turner Gundam is really, really good. And the main character, Lauren Seahack, is a character of color. 
Interesting. They kind of like hand wave it by them being an alien, but they are dark skinned. Interesting. Interesting. Um, Interesting. They're moon people from the moon race. <laughs> oh, oh, so the, that, now there's a race of people. And then, yeah, and then the and then the turn the actual turning gun them machine itself is wildly powerful, uh, and has a nano machine attack that can basically wipe out anything. But again, different discussion for a different day. And then <laughs> we come on to Gundam Seed, the wildly wildly popular Gundam Seed from the early two thousands, which first aired in two thousand and two, and the Cosmic Era. Uh, Gundam Seed itself is generally a retelling of the original Mobile Suit Gundam, kind of. Obviously, you've got the this is the Gundam series I most recently watched. Obviously, mm. you've got the war between um, the Earth Alliance or Federation and um, Zoft. Um, Zoft, aka Zoft, the plants. Um, the Zoft represent the plants, which are the space um, mm-hmm. colonies. And the basically the new types of Gundam Seed are the coordinators who are genetically modified um, individuals who have um, heightened abilities over regular human beings who are known in the Gundam Seed um, in the Gundam Seed parlance as naturals. Um, within Gundam Seed, basically, there's this massive, massive war, obviously, against Earth. And the plants who are fronted, obviously, by uh, Zaft, which stands for Zodiac Alliance of Freedom Treaty, I believe, which mm-hmm. is more English, but whatever. Um, so, yeah, and so the Gundam Seed and Gundam Seed Destiny cover that. Obviously, Gundam Seed is the first Zaft Earth War, and the second Seed Destiny is the second uh, Earth Zaft War. Um, I won't, that's just the general, um, that's just the general outline. Yes. And after Seed and Seed Destiny, we have Mobile Suit Gundam 00, which is set in the Anno Domini timeline, which is our timeline. <laughs> um, but it's, set in like, it's set in 2307, I believe, mm-hmm. in the far, far, far flung future. And that obviously covers a celestial being, which are a private paramilitary organization that wish to stop all war. Especially war within the military. If you watch Mobile Suit Gundam 00 with everything that was going on at the time, it's very, very on the nose politically. Like, very, very on the nose. It's a ma- very, very on the nose. You haven't seen 00 yet, have you? No, I, I, man, I just, he, I, some of these I've, I haven't even heard of yet. So, I'm, Gundam itself is so, is so sprawling. There's so much that you could watch. It's crazy. 00 is my, fa- 00 is my favorite Gundam series. Mm-hmm. Well, the first season is anyway. The second season is less than satisfactory. Um, but the first season of 00 is my favorite Gundam series. Uh, so, yeah. So, that takes place, obviously, as I said, in Anno Domini. And then after 00, we kind of have um, the Build series. So, um, which kind of takes place in our century kind of sort of um uh, and obviously in the build series gunpla are plastic models that you put into a um arena and those are animated by some weird applied phlebotinium science and they fight each other um, and it's super serious, <laughs> and it's shown in battle anime, and it's absolutely fantastic. Obviously, you've got Gundam Build Fighters, which first aired in 2013. Then you've got Gundam Build Fighters Tribe, which is a sequel to that. And then you've got Build Divers, which came out in 2018. 
and Build Divers Rerise, which first aired in 2019. Um, I just realized I missed out something. I missed out Mobile Suit Gundam Age, uh, which takes place in the advanced generation. I haven't seen most of it yet. It wasn't very uh, critically well received. And then we've got we've also got Mobile Suit Gundam Reconquist Rinji, which takes place in the Reguild Century, which again is another one of those centuries which is far, far, far into the future. That was again helmed by Yoshiyuki Tomino. Um, it's an incomprehensible mess. Mm-hmm. Um, that aired in 2015. I think it was 2015 or was it 2000. When did... I'm trying to remember when G-Reco aired. When did G-Reco air? I'm trying to remember. You don't, got, you, you, you don't, you don't have to be exact. I mean, you kind of you you got you kind of got around the whole thing with all the different so, yeah, centuries. Yeah. 2014. And then obviously we come on to the big one, or the mo- one of the most recent popular alternate universes of Gundam, which is Mobile Suit Gundam. Iron Blooded Orphans, which takes place in the post-disaster timeline um, and has child soldiers and lots of death and the villains winning. R.I.P. Nazi Day Turbin. <laughs> and Arkham, man. I mean, hey, hey, hey. hey I mean, I mean, end of the day, Turbin. I mean, I mean it's real life. I mean, you, real life rebellions usually don't work. They usually lose. It is real life, but... Um, Revolutionary. The Guinness Far Read is a waste, man. <laughs> um... They never should have followed him. Olga Itzka has a lot to answer for. Um, I mean, I mean, that's I mean, that's what I have to appreciate. With, you should have um, shot him like long, like Mikazuki should have shot him at like the end of <laughs> one. Um, I, I'm I, that, but that's what I can appreciate with the Mobile Suit Gundam series is that a lot of it, like I said before, we said before, it takes a lot of, you know, not I say real life, but it does a really good job of making these political situations feel more real. It does a lot, really good job of. Uh, you know, it's like it's the idea that you know one of the things I hate hearing people say is that media shouldn't have politics. Da da da, MECFG, da da da. I'm like Mosu Gundam from '79, and that's not even the first one. Mosu Gundam from '79 has been instilling politics that still far reach out to what we do today. And no, they didn't say to your face, "Oh yeah, this is political." No, but child soldiers that are getting PTSD, like they, like all of them were fucked up. Okay, by by halfway through that series, they're all fucked up. Okay, and it's just it, it, it's 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 there, it's there, it's in your face, and if you choose to ignore it, that's on you. But they, Gundam from its entire run has never hid from the, the atrocities that has happened because of war and and all those types of things that the propaganda, the awesome like that, and it does not paint a lot of these imperialistic nations in a good light because you are because you may think. That that you it actually doesn't paint doesn't paint most nations in your life. I gotta say when you watch Gundam, mobile you want the Earth Federation and Zeon are both wrong. They're both wrong. They both had chances, multiple chances to end the war, end the bloodshed, end the fighting, but they instead continued. They instead continued, and that's and that's the problem. They they we they create these forever wars. Um, and I'm saying I'm not, and, and although that is not true for today. In some aspects, but we go we go back. You know, we talk about um, go back to older wars, World War One, and other wars, and they were purposely trying to prolong these wars. They had chances to end it, but they chose not to. And but that's the, the response. But you can you can probably argue that seventy nine was a response to wars like that. 
You know what I mean? Then as you go in, as we go farther into the Gundam series, the 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 way war is depicted changes, but it's still war. So yeah. Absolutely. Gundam is Absolutely. Gundam is amazing. Gundam is amazing. Um um, yeah, I mean, it's excellent. I mean, Sunrise over the years have done an excellent job of transposing mm-hmm. um, real world politics um, and like pa- pacifist tendencies mm-hmm. and um, ideologies and transposing them into the um, into the medium of anime and conveying those messages um, throughout Gundam. To be perfectly honest, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, it's a, a lot more complex than just war is bad. Yeah, there's there's um, a, there's, a, there's it goes really deep into it. There's a lot of stuff you can get general, out of Gundam. That's a general undercurrent that mm-hmm. runs throughout the entirety of the franchise, or mm-hmm. runs throughout the franchise in its entirety. So yeah. Um, ah, right, but um, let's so let's talk about Mobile Suit Gundam. Actually, one one more, let's see this. one more thing I talk about Gundam Origin before we get into Mobile Suit Gundam. I gotta say. When they launched that colony into Earth and killed 1.5 billion people, I was, oh my, I was like, that nigga's indifferent. What is going Who even thinks of that? Who even thinks of that? Who even thinks to do that? To kill 1.5 billion people? And you know, you know, you know, I, I got British as well. I'm just, I'm sitting, I'm sitting there looking at it. I'm like, one point, through a whole, through a whole colony at the Earth. Like it was a baseball. Like, I'm just, I mean, to I mean, to be fair, wiping Sydney off the map, wiping Australia off the map isn't exactly. I mean, that's not, that's not the worst thing. I mean, I, you could pick other you could pick other states out. Yeah, the country. I'm sorry, Australians. I'm sorry, Australians. I'm not sorry. Y'all live in hell. Y'all got spiders bigger than my hand. No, y'all live. Y'all live a different life. Y'all are a settler colonial. Also, you're a settler colonial state, and you've treated the Aborigines. That is true. 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 And brutalized them. Sorry. Y'all on thin ice. Y'all on thin ice. The colony comes down crashing from. I, I will point them in your direction. But anyway, um, but yeah, like, that... before we destroy, before we destroy Australia, like just like basically evacuate all the indigenous people. Yeah, the indigenous people. Yeah, the British. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The British. <laughs> I'm, I'm messing up. But no, but I, when 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 they even proposed it, I gotta, I, and you know they and I think this, again, this is what I like about Gundam Origin is they're very um good dramatic parts. There's very there's, there's really good dramatic counterparts to what's going on, right? So, and there's three moments I guess that really stick in my head. There's that moment where I believe Casbell doesn't want he chooses to not um do it. So he steps away. Even like, he steps away, he's like, I'm not, I'm not helping with this. And then there's the part where Admiral Dozel, and I think this is it's like it's like this is again, this is one of the reasons why again I don't think that everything needs to be live action, right? Because yeah. the part where Admiral Dozel is in is comes into his home where it's with his wife and his baby and all like that, and he has this incessant rant. This is just a rant about how he realizes that I am also taking fathers away from their daughters. Fathers that are 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 trying to have the opportunity that I am having to be with my family. I'm taking that opportunity away from them. And he has this rant that is is this monologue that is fantastic. That is just fantastic. And it, it, again, it, but it's it's in, but it, it it pushes the ideology of like not like the war is bad, but it's the idea that you know these people aren't thinking about that, or at least you don't know thinking about that. But they what they do is they rationalize in their mind. He says they're weak, so they deserve to die. 
He said he had to rationalize it because even he hated the idea of what he was doing. And that dramatic part right there is amazing. And then the last one is just the ending part where we have, um, oh, what's her name, singing in the club at the end of that. And that that alone, her singing, the, the, the music was perfect, the atmosphere, the guy pouring the drink, it's all, all, all amazing. And even I have, I have words for that because I, Let's go to Mobile Suit Gundam. My first pin of Mobile Suit Gundam, I don't really like it. <laughs> if I had watched Mobile Suit Gundam first, I would have struggled. <laughs> um, I would have struggled. I mean, I mean, the original Mobile Suit Gundam, you have to give it props because it basically started off. Which I do. Which I do. It ignited the front. It ignited. Sorry to use that. It ignited, pun intended. This is gonna piss off some UC, some UC fans. Mm -hmm. They know what I'm doing. It ignited the um, franchise. Um, initially, when it was airing, it actually didn't do very well. Because um, I'm sure, as you know, it's 43 episodes instead of like the usual yeah. uh, 52 that mm -hmm. anime at that time would have been. So it was actually cut short. But obviously, because the merchandise sales did so well, um, that basically like the gunpla and so on and so forth, mm -hmm. models and all that, and the figures that. That's basically um, what saved it, I guess. Yeah. Set off the yeah, saved the franchise and um, basically set it up to be the juggernaut that it is today, mm -hmm. the giant shooty robot juggernaut that it is today, mm -hmm. um, and money spinner for Bandai. Um, yeah, yeah, pretty much, yeah, yeah. But um, Do you yeah, so yeah, go ahead. Oh yeah, but just to say, I mean, out. This is this is, and the problem is probably going from Gundam Origin to Mobile Suit Gundam. And then hitting eight. You watched Origin first. You watched Origin first. I watched Origin first. So that, that's probably where I messed up. That's seventy nine Gundam first. You guys should have watched what? You should have watched seventy nine Gundam first. I and I, I'm really I'm realizing that now because Gundam Origin is so good. It's so good that when you go back and watch Mobile Suit Gundam, and it, so this also about the dramatic counterparts, right? Mobile Suit Gundam is void of that for most of its series. Most of its series, it is just robot shooty mess with little story. It's it's about what 20, 20 minutes, less than that, more like more like sixteen minutes, sixteen to seventeen minutes, where we got about five minutes of like actual character development, building, and growth, and then we have about nine to ten minutes of shooty robots. And I'm not I'm not mad at shooty robots. If you like, if you really like, I feel like if you really like, um, uh. Oh my gosh, Shonen, Shonen Battle Anime, like that. Did you might enjoy Seventy Nine Gundam, and I do to an extent. But okay, well, well, oh, go, go, go. one second on that point. Okay, so if you do like Shonen Battle Anime, please, 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 please watch Gundam Build Fighters, the original Gundam Build Fighters. Mm -hmm. Please, please, please watch it. It is helmed by the person who is now responsible for My Hero Academia, and it is like the perfect shonen tournament battle anime you will love it i promise i promise you all love it just watch it please please watch gundam build fires it's, it's, it's on youtube you can watch it on youtube and in dub and sub although i'd suggest you watch it subbed because the english dub is terrible um <laughs> and it's also available on crunchyroll as well so oh. please 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 watch gundam build fires thank you that's my psa listen that's to this my, man uh, done. But, yeah, listen to me. but yeah so if you like showing the anime you probably a little bit enjoyed it a little bit but coming from gundam origin where it took a lot of care in building up its characters building up its world mobile suit gundam really kind of drops you in the middle of everything now, it drops you in the middle of, like, in the beginning of the story of Shiro, but 
in the middle of a war, in the middle of a world that has a, a universe that's already been, uh, not universe, but you know, oh, Sh Shiro is eighth MS team. Oh, not Shiro, not Shiro. Someone, Amuro, Amuro. I'm Amuro, Amuro, Amuro. Amuro. <laughs> it starts with Amuro's story, where it kind of just drops you literally in the middle of a war, in the middle of a of an entire world of stories. World, like Char comes in. And if I had not watched, if I had not watched Fortune, I wouldn't have known he was that nigga. I wouldn't have known. I wouldn't have known. Like, cause, cause, uh, of course, it, Charles is a bad man in this series too. He's he's a dog, obviously, because he can't not be. I mean, Caswell's a dog because he can't not be a dog. He, this is in his genes. It's his genetic code. He doesn't know how not to be that nigga. But it's not. It's <laughs> it's not to that extent that um, that Origin does, and really showing us. How cold blooded not only he is, but the Zabby family, but but the the conflict the the conflicting nature of of Dozel, of the the varied lives of people on both sides of the line. Like we don't get that in Mobile Suit Gundam seventy nine. Mobile Suit Gundam seventy nine, we we get the the child soldiers, we get the the never ending war, we get the loss, we get a lot of those things, which they all have though. But it's not it's not belaboring the point like you get when the other ones which is i think when you talk about universal century you talk about the ones that are very story heavy gundams that's kind of what you want them you kind of want them to to not on not be like oh war is bad but when they want you to be like these people leave complex lives that that have been affected heavily by war is bad like it's more than that and so watching mobsu gundam 79 i enjoyed it for what it is and I definitely give it props for starting out one of the basically probably the biggest franchise. The mecha franchise. The mecha franchise. Without without Gundam, we don't got Transformers. Like it's it's everything. Like it's without Gundam, I mean You think so? You think so? I'm sorry, man. When I saw the first design when I saw the design of Gundam, I was like, that reminds me of like a few different Transformers. Well to be fair, uh one of the famous mechanical designers in Gundam has worked on Transformers as well. Okay. Um, I'm that trying to remember who it was. I can't remember. I know for a fact... Because um, Transformers cartoon uh, came out after 79. It had to come out in like, what, yeah, 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 late yeah, 80s, yeah. early 90s probably? Uh, yeah. 80, 83, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's what I'm I, just, I just feel like... I feel like, I feel like you don't get Transformers without Gundam. Or Robotech. But, um... Uh... But did, yeah, did you just mention Robotech? I think so. that one came up. Did that one come up before or after Gundam? I forget. <laughs> but I wouldn't say as credit, uh, but right. I, I, so, I have the idea so of it. You know, Robotech was originally um, adapted from a Japanese show called Macross, right? Yeah. So Shoji Kawamori, who created Macross and who was working with Studio Nue at the time, he's the mechanical designer I was thinking of. He has worked on Gundam, he worked on Stardust Memory. Mm. Um, he designed some of the um, the Gundam GP01, the G, the Gundam GP series. Mm -hmm. So he 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 is the mechanical designer responsible for designing the original Optimus Prime um, wow. or Convoy from Diaclone. I believe that is a little mecha fact. Um, I actually met Shoji Karamori in person when he came to the UK. Wow! But again, that's, cool. that's a different. There's video on Twitter. I'll link it. But mm -hmm. yeah, um, he, he's the dopest. Like he's the dopest dude. Like he's so he's so chill, man. He's so chill. Um, but yeah, so that's a little mecha uh, tidbit. But um, back and back, back to original but, yeah. um, Gundam. Uh, my opinion. Uh, so I think the original Mobile Suit Gundam uh, by Yoshiyuki Tomino, 
um, is a show that's definitely of its time, and it for me it serves a purpose. Do you understand what I say? No, I get you. I get you. No, no, no. I get, I get exactly it what you mean. The yeah. purpose of starting off the franchise as being a good starting point for the franchise. Um, that's why it has to get props um, without being an exceptional work, to be perfectly honest. Mm-hmm. Um, it's obviously very much like it does very much preach war is bad and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. I feel like it is very much about the personal duel between um amaro and shah mm-hmm. um it's very much a story of them um and their conflicting ideologies and so on and so forth and it does drop you right in it i mean like right from the first <laughs> from the first episode, episode you're like wait wait, wait what's going right from the first who are these people <laughs> I mean, even watching amaro's dad get smoked as well like in the first was it the first episode it was the first episode no it was fun it was funny because he gets smoked but then he, he gets he gets brought back up because I remember he was on, he's on the planet, he's on the, the capsule with them. When Amaro starts using it, I believe he gets shot in the space because Amaro was using it and he gets shot in the space. But, and then Amaro talks about his dad about two more times. And then we don't hear a peep about him by anybody until we see him again in, um, on side six, I believe. On side six, we see him again on side six. And I'm just like, this nigga created the Gundams. Without him. So you don't think that the Earth Federation would be like, where is Amaro's dad? Where is he? Like, he should be. He should have been the more prominent character. He should have been around. Like, I don't know. But, but, see, but, but what we're talking about right now is, I think, a big issue with Gundam because it happens a few times where Charge disappears. Disappears for about 30 episodes, and we don't know anything that happened to him. He just disappears. Oh, not 30 episodes, but. But you know what I mean? I know what you mean. He just just disappears. And then, same thing with with how, how. the Zabby family is basically non-existent for a good, I would say, 7% of the anime because they're they're the big bad. They're the ones behind everything. They're like, oh, Zabby family. I'm like, oh, the Zabby family. It's like a whisper. Like, people just whispering their names everywhere. Oh, the, oh, the Zabby family. Like, and, 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 but, but, and it does such a disservice because, again, when you watch Origin, they're so complex. The Zabby family is very complex. The, the family dynamics within the Zabby family, like that could be its that could be its own um, serial. That could be its own. That could be its own series. Like, like it's that. It's that. It's like there's so between you know Dozo, um, Admiral, the um, the head one, uh, Gillian. Is his name Gillian? I think it is. Something like that. Gearin, 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 Gearin. Um, between between um the, the the sister who again I think the sister killed the brother. Did the sister kill the brother? When it was in the, when it was in the, it was in, in, in origin where the, where there's in the procession the prairie procession oh, yeah. I swear she I swear she killed him she was she was hype she after he died she was like yeah she was like oh he's dead sad mm-hmm. he, he's sad yeah after he after he was talking all that shit and she and she was like oh that's so sad I swear she killed him I swear that wasn't on purpose I swear that wasn't on purpose I swear she killed him but anyway um but. But yeah, the Zabby family itself is complex, but then you get the Mobisu Gundam, and they are the big whispered big bad, and we get some moments that are just done better in Gundam Origin than they are in Mobisu Gundam. Just talking about like the the beginning of like universe century and like like continuing the story. And like we have the part where where Admiral at not Admiral, not Dozo, um the Supreme Leader, whatever his name is, the, the leader of the the the, uh, the grandfather, the um the dad of the Zabby family, where he talks about how even though he does want militaristic rule, even though he does want 
in some state in some ways a fascist state he has a limit he has a limit he has a he has a point where he's like this is too much and while Gearin does and we have the moment where and this happens in gundam and in, in, in mobisu gundam the original and in origin where he says do you know hitler do you know stalin do you know those people and Gearin's like relics of the past right and in mobisu gundam original it's it's a throwaway line because we don't know gear like you don't really know who that is like we know he's the big bad he's the 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 necessary even the dad of the zabby family is dagwin 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 zabby like we know like we know gearin the son of dagwin we know that you no know, he's the admiral he's the one that's calling the shots he's doing all these things or whatever but you know in mobile suit gundam original 79 he we don't really know him we don't really know him we don't really know his motivations we don't know why he's doing it and it's never really explained it's it's done in throwaway lines it's never fully explained exactly in the in most of gundam the original in the 79 what he wants to do so that moment in origin hits a lot harder because we see Degwin as a sympathetic character as someone who even though he is evil even though not, not, well, quote unquote evil whatever even though he is a perpetrator of the assassination of of um of, of uh Zion, of the daikun and everything like that he's like i don't want a fascist state i just believe that daikun was too passive and we need to be aggressive and now it's his thing while Garen is like no i want a forever war i want to put these people under my thumb and so and i just i just there's certain moments that you talk about you know from mostly going up to going of origin where it's just done better because of that character development because of that level and um and uh uh, uh but again Mosu Gundam does, I think, do does has really good moments. Um, I don't. What do you think? What do you think of Amaro as a main character? Amaro as a main character. That man, he's a smooth six out of ten for me. Maybe a five. He has his moments, but he. Uh, I think I think he's um I think he's a cookie cut protagonist. Mm -hmm. But then again, he was the first protagonist within the Gundam yeah. franchise. Um, I, I like him as a character. Mm -hmm. Obviously, he is still a teenager, and he is still growing. Um. And I feel like, not necessarily, I feel like Gundam is a good um, character study of what, of the effects that war can have on a teenager um, mm -hmm. in terms of their psyche and so on and so forth. And I think that is portrayed pretty realistically for some, for a work of that time, of mm -hmm. that era. Um, so I think that's done well. Um, but um, I enjoy him as a protagonist. He's not, he's, again, he's good without being like, like, like the work he comes from He's good without being particularly exceptional. That's true. That's fair. That's I know. That's actually a really good way of saying it because Amaro gets on my damn nerves. Okay, and it's not be and it's not because he's not realistically a child. Um, there's just certain things that he's written to act like or written to do that I'm just like, why? Like I'm not saying he has to be a badass all the time. No, when he ran away from the ship. That was fair. That was childish. I actually like that because you know it's that idea of a child being afraid to get to get the one thing that's important to him taken away from him. But there's other moments where I believe that Amro is just written to be over too much over the top, um, too much childish. When it doesn't make sense. It's like it's certain moments where he does things where I'm just like, this doesn't make sense for him narratively. Um, especially after he's gone through things. And also, it's because a lot of the writing in the original 79 is inconsistent, in my opinion. Well, yeah. 
But again, you got you kind of have to give it some leeway. I, I, I'm still going to slander it. I'm going to give it leeway, but I'm still going to slander. Listen, man, leave that slander for Black Clover, bro. <laughs> An anime that actually deserves <laughs> that slander, man. <laughs> Oh, okay, okay. Okay, last thing I gotta say about what we've done though. Last thing I gotta say, bro. I hate new types, bro. I hate new types. I think new types. Why do you hate new types? Because okay, okay, because it's and for all types of purposes. So I'm gonna keep comparing it to Origin because you know I love Origin. I'm gonna keep comparing it to Origin. Um and plus Origin's the easiest easiest thing to compare it to when we talk about the beginning of Gundam and the narrative structures. Um mm. when we get to the new type in origin, you know, when Caswell finds the Indian girl, um, when we get to, or whatever, she's Asian, so anyway, uh, when we get to her, it, a woman of color, it makes sense for the most part, right? She's hidden, she's being used for this, da, 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 da. he sees value in who she could be or, who, or what her power could be, so he takes it. Boom. I get it. I like it. Mobusu Gundam doesn't bring up new types to the last five episodes. <laughs> and it doesn't, and it, 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 it pisses, and it, it pisses me off because <laughs> he's like, I can't talk, I can't justify, I can't justify, I can't justify, hands up, hands up, hands up, don't shoot. Um, and and it, I don't like it because it, it does it, it brings in new types, and then it starts to explain away everything that was explained from the beginning, right? So we talk about, we talk about Amro. He this man belabors this point. He talks about this so many times. I'm not as I'm not that good. It's not me. It's the suit. The suit has advanced machine learning that allows me to get better in each battle. Da -da -da. And this man says this. He, this man screams it from the top of his lungs for about 20 episodes. And then we never talk about it again. And then he talks about new types. And he's only good because he's a new type. I'm like, was it the, was it the suit? Or is it because he has magical psychic powers? Why is this man so good? That's like, and again, I don't. If they had brought up and again, this is why I think it's both. It can be both. It's not, they're not mutually exclusive. That's, like his but, new type abilities allow him to pilot mm -hmm. the suit um, better than somebody who isn't a new type. Mm -hmm. Which, which, um, which is kind of big, which, yeah. Which is kind of explained, but then it's also like it, like they say that to kind of forego or forget the abilities that the Gundam has. I feel like they should have been. They should have been. Um, What's the word? They should have been introduced near about the same time of each other. We have him talking about the machine learning and something like that. And then someone also being like, but Amaro seems a little too good. He seems a little, mm. the machine is like, he seems a little too good. And there should have been some type of investigation to be like, we think Amaro's different. We think he's this and that. Because for the whole series, they don't really think he's necessarily different. They think that no one else knows that a pilot so we have to use him so he's just getting experience this, this, this is something that is expanded upon like all of these concepts mm -hmm. they talk about are expanded upon in the sequels mm -hmm. such as mobile suit gundam zeta mm -hmm. and so on and so forth and the various ovas mm -hmm. which i will get so, to yeah. so i'll probably have less of a problem with them but right now since i don't have, since i don't know anything else about them i don't like them. um <laughs> but um I, I but again i think that's like i think um my overall thoughts on Mobile Suit Gundam before we get into 8th MS, 8th MS team, which is phenomenal. Um, my final my final thoughts on Mobile Suit Gundam 79 is that it was a necessary evil. I think I wouldn't come on man. That's that's slander. Come on, bro. Man said a necessary evil. A necessary like, evil. Like, uh 
ignited the entire franchise. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. It was necessary. It was necessary, but it's nowhere near. It's nowhere near the precipice of the Gundam franchise or any of its predator. I mean, its successors. Um, but I mean, I agree. But however, I do. I do think it, there is a lot of good things about it. I've. Um, I would say watching Origin, I feel like the animation for Origin is timeless. Um, I think it did a really. I think Sunrise did a really good job of making it feel old and new at the same time. Um, Look at when the two different shows were made. Obviously, Origin was made in the 2010s. Yeah, well, I have more for it. I'm not, I'm not just. I'm not just doing senseless slander, Ash. I got some. I got some props for it. I actually, for the most part, I actually like the animation of the 79 series. Mm-hmm. I think if think for I think for its time, you know what I mean? I mean of course if if you're an asshole, you're gonna be like, oh, they've reused a lot of shots. Of course, it's fucking 1979. Stop being an ass. Um, but I actually like the animation for 79. I think it I would I would love I think I have to watch the movies too. I would love a modernization of the series in which we get something that looks like origin and like the newer ones. However, I would not want that in place of the 79s. I think the 79s are really good for their time and they really show not only how far we've come, but then how good we were. Because the fights in, in in the original series, there's a few of them that are really, really good. Like really good. Like I was like, I was 100%. stunned how good they were. One hundred percent I mean, even the yeah. fight from the first episode, the mm-hmm. first couple of episodes, and um Amaro's first duel with Char mm-hmm. Char um was really, really impressive. Like really, really impressive. Just like the animation, mm-hmm. um, the Sakuga, if you will. The Sakuga. Um, <laughs> I'm not an expert on that. Uh, Jamal from Get in the Mecca. He's the expert. Uh, that is the podcast expert. is is the smartest guy in anime podcasting. Yes, and he doesn't want to uh, take the praise. Far more forensic, de- with far more forensic detail than I ever could. And he doesn't want to take uh, the praise, but check he out his podcast, by the way. But yeah, um, but yeah, the animation is really impressive. Um, it's fluid. Mm-hmm. No, no, it, no, it is. I mean, I, yeah, I think for me, it's not even the mech animation. But also, I think the mech animation is not only consistent; it's it's well, it's well done. Like I, again, like of course you compare it to something from today, you're gonna it's better, whatever. But for a product of its time, it did a really good job of not only making the mechas look formidable but powerful. But you know, what I mean, they they seemed. They were machines of war, and they felt like that when you watched Mobile Suit Gundam the original. They didn't feel like they were lesser because, or you didn't feel like you were watching, you know, something like that was just like, oh my gosh, this is so bad. I can't keep watching this. No, as you, especially as the, as the as the episodes go, it even gets better in some ways. Like especially when you get to the later episodes and they're fighting in space, and they do a really good job of showing really good space fights. So and they were probably burning through the budget. Oh yeah, <laughs> they, 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 they was like, we not, we might not get fifty episodes. We gotta do the best we got. We gotta do the best we got. We can, okay, guys. No sleep for three days, guys. Okay, no sleep. Um, it's been cut to forty three. Let's go. <laughs> Make it rain. <laughs> We're gonna use every single goddamn uh, 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 yen in this budget. Every single goddamn. That that, that reminds me. There's a Gundam Sakuga mm-hmm. um, account on YouTube that posts obviously clips of like dope animated mm-hmm. scenes from the Gundam anime and I'm just at this point I'm just wondering if it's a burner account for Jamal to be perfectly honest Any it could be it could be I mean he never talks about Mecha so that's maybe that's where he does it you know what I mean 
Like he's getting the maximum. Is making his neck work. I hope Jamal watches. Jamal, I hope Jamal watches this one day, man. Um, how you roasting him like this? He never talks about Mecca, but his name is getting the Mecca. Come on, Jamal. Gosh, gosh. We have spoken about Mecca on, on getting a Mecca. Oh, I, I think I think I, I saw his I saw his one pod. Yeah, I saw his one pod. Um, should I, I should have invited you on Jamal too? You should have been with us, man. Next next time I'm gonna make you use that Mecca name, that Mecca part of your name. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's um, gonna be us roasting this nigga it's, 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 how intelligent he is, isn't it? <laughs> He's gonna say something like, "That's a, that's how smart people talk." I don't want to talk like that. Um, every time he says something, I'm like, he has a, he has a whole, he has a whole list of things to say. I'm just going to know him. Um, I mean, I, I could do the analysis that he does, but I just, I'm just too lazy. I'm far too lazy to do it. And I, I work and I have a job. <laughs> that man, that man, that man, that man, Jamal, one day he's going to be writing major articles for anime stuff. And I'm, I'm just going to be here. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be game surprised if Jamal, I wouldn't be surprised if Jamal one day ends up writing for ANN, um, anime I, news network. I, he should, he game. should already be doing it. I mean, he should be. I mean, he's. How, I mean, dude's not even twenty yet, to be perfectly honest, and he's already like. That mean, that that, that mean that means there's episodes on the difference between different um uh the frame sizes. Like this I'm guy just... has an episode on aspect ratios. Aspect... I mean, that is the finest. Like I I've listened. Like he's got he's he's got a couple of episodes. He I think he did one on four three. Uh, yeah, sixty nine. On... I think. Yeah, yeah, so he's got one on sixty nine. To me, those are the finest pieces of anime podcasting I have ever heard in my life. Not no offense to you guys. It's okay, it's okay. Put it down. Um, obviously, Teliano <laughs> and then man, I might check wifey wifey. Put it down. Uh, Worst generation. Put it down. Buildcasters puts it down. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, those those anime like them deep cuts like nobody, and I mean nobody else. He 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 did Oh, okay, so nobody's doing that ish, man. That dude's a prodigy. That dude is literally <laughs> a prodigy. Anyway, let's stop singing. Let's let, 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 let's move from the Jamal Prey section to the 08 MS squad, which um eighth MS team. Eighth MS sorry, I'm an eighth MS team. Um I'm gonna keep butchering your name, I already know it. Even though I really love love this series. So if you so if you didn't know, so a lot of these overs which I would, was eight is eight MS team an OVA or is it a full series? What do you call it? Yeah, it's an OVA. It's an OVA. OVA. Yeah, so the original yeah. Video, video animation. Yeah. So all the there's a few, there's about what, four or five OVAs that happen after the end of Mobile Suit Gundam that takes place during Mobile Suit Gundam, but is like in different parts of the of the it's, world. It's, it's, ooh. It's like four of them. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Oh, yeah, because MS Igloo as well, isn't it? Yeah, MS Igloo. There's another MS1. I don't know what, uh, what... No, no, no. So yeah, there's Igloo. There's more. Than... Igloo has more than one entry. Mm-hmm. Then there's Thunderbolt. Then Thunderbolt. There's, um, War in the Pop. War in the Pocket. Double mm-hmm. O Eighty. War in the Pocket, mm-hmm. which is some of the saddest anime out there. Like, don't watch that if you don't expect to cry or have a <laughs> massive box of tissues next. <laughs> to you. And then there's Charles like, Counterattack too. No, Charles Counterattack doesn't take place in. Um, doesn't take place in a one. Oh, okay, place. that's a different so, one. Yeah. Okay. So there's Thun. So yeah, as I said, there's Thunderbolt. Um, Igloo. There's... Double O A E War in the Pocket. There's Igloo and then there's AFMS team. AFMS team. Yep. All, all take place during the um chronologically happen at the same time. Yeah, at the same time. Yeah. This is different in place. Yeah. Just in different places yeah. of the war. Because this one takes this one takes place when when they are on their way to South America when they're about to. Well, it takes place in, well, it takes place in Southeast. Well, Primarily, most of AFMS team takes place in Southeast Asia. Yeah. Um, this is this is uh, this is when they are traveling to fight. Um, oh, oh my gosh! I knew, when I was watching it, I knew it. But this is when they're this is when they're traveling to the last mining base. That's what it is. 
This is where they're traveling to the last yeah, mining base, and the 8th MS team is like the forward team for it, or something like that. Um, so basically, um, the Earth Federation is basically, it takes place in the jungles of Southeast Asia. Yeah. Um, the uh, Zeon obviously fighting a guerrilla war there, and... Um, because they're trying, they're trying to get a foothold. They, they, have, yeah. they have an experimental mo mobile armor, I believe it is, and mm -hmm. their pilot is um, Aina Sahalin. Something like that. You said it right. You said it right, Sahalin. You got it right. You got it right. Sahalin, and then obviously, which sounds like vaguely Russian, um, and then uh, Shiro Amada, who is obviously um, an ensign with the Earth forces. Um, he is obviously sent to um, Earth. Uh, to command the eponymous 8th MS team. Mm -hmm. um, he has a chance meeting with Aina um, in space somewhere. Yeah, this is it. Yeah, yeah. She um, was she was fighting and yeah. he went out to help the mobile yeah. the Gundam. He's, he's arrested. He yeah. he gets arrested for he gets yeah he sorry, so yeah, he's he's part of um I think he gets arrested for treason because he's obviously he helps her. There's a lot of and stuff that happens he in has that to series. Take, he has to take over the FMS team as the so he's the new commander of the FMS team basically. Well, I think but um, when we talk about Eighth MS, a lot of the things that happen in there, even though it's, it's a lot of robot fighters, but the difference between was in love with her as well. So yes, yeah, falls in love. There you go. But yeah, the difference with the reason why Eighth MS team might be so good is because it has what Mobile Suit Gundam lacked. With the still amount of level of, of, of robot fighting. You watch 8th MS team after after you watch your OG 79, and you're, it's like kind of refreshing. It's kind of refreshing because, like, oh, I'm going to actually learn who these characters are. Like, I'm going to actually care about them. You know, while in Gundam, it's kind of uh, 79, they play up loose and fast a little bit. But what was going to say? No, I'm just saying I watched 8th MS team first. Oh yes, yeah. which which again I I I've seen our I've seen all my reference, but um. But if you, which you could do, honestly, it wouldn't. Honestly, I would say this: it doesn't really matter. Doesn't really matter. You can watch, you can watch Igloo. Oh, actually, I haven't seen those yet, so I can't say that for sure. But I'm pretty sure any of those three or four overs that happen at the same time as Gundam, you don't have to. Thunderbolt, the first boy, at least the first Thunderbolt movie as well, uh, it doesn't really have a massive uh, no. bearing on the main. Also, you can watch mm -hmm. that first as well. Oh, yeah, you might might be a little might be a little confused. Have you, seen, have you seen Thunderbolt yet? Not yet, man. I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it. But not yet, bro. The first Thunderbolt series or movie is so good. The second season, the second series, the second movie is it's okay, mm -hmm. but the first Thunderbolt movie is it's good. I'm, I can't I can't wait to watch it. That next that Italian expressive hands really really good. My pasta. Anyway, um uh. But no, no, no. Um, I I agree. Um, but with 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 what I like about Eighth MS Team is I really love one. I think Shiro is an amazing main character. I think he does a really good job. I would say their first mission, they do some dumb shit. They do some really dumb shit the first mission. But after that, they make up for it. But that first mission, I was with that first mission when he gets his when he got his um Gundam taken by gorillas. I was like, you're in a giant robot. Why would you stop walking? Brother, <laughs> why would you open your hatch? They can't get in. Like I'm, you're in a giant robot, Chiro. That, that that was funny to me. I'm not surprised this nigga ends up getting court martialed in like episode was it episode nine? Yeah. Yes, yeah, eight and nine. Yeah, that, it didn't surprise me either. This man does some dumb shit. He's too. But the thing is, but but it set, it set him up to be who he is as, a, as somebody who is too nice. And it says, but it's not too nice. He he understands like the. 
the brutality, and but, but this is basically what all everything anything has seemed about the brutality, the colonialism, the 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 taking of land of people who already live there, and how the war. And this is, and this is again, this is saving my origin is good, um, is, and how the war had a greater effect on the people who weren't even involved in. You know, and like that's what so that's what the mess team was like one that like it's it's so good because it like it shows you like like damn like yeah them niggas is fighting in space and space battles and giant robots oh my gosh it's so cool da, da, da. but there's people on Earth one point five one first of all one point five billion people lost their life for no reason one point five billion people lost their life for no reason because they missed they missed they didn't even hit the base they missed one point five billion people lost their life for no reason then the the war got moved from space. From mainly space to their planet, while Amaro and all them traveled across it, and I'm like that. Cities devastated, crops devastated, food sustainability out the window, and people just trying to live their life, trying to survive. And a the mess team, like it takes the takes the scope away from what you just saw with Mobile Suit Gundam 79, and it takes the lens onto the, the, what you would say, the little people, people who are really affected by it. And those guerrillas who are fighting back because they have no choice. 100%. Also, in addition to that, 8th MS team paints a much more realistic picture mm-hmm. of war um, than 79 Gundam mm-hmm. or any of the other, well, maybe not War in the Pocket, but than 79 Gundam does. It's much more relatable. It takes place within the vicinity of Earth. You see real-world tangible consequences for the war mm-hmm. um, that is occurring. As you said, how it impacts those who are merely innocent bystanders who didn't mm-hmm. ask for this war um, mm-hmm. to have been started or ask for this mm-hmm. war. And more, who who have no wish to partake within within this war mm-hmm. between um, Zeon and uh, Earth. Uh, federation, uh, federation, uh, federation. Yeah, federation. Yeah. So, yeah, but I think a team has a lot of good parts. I think, um, AMS uh, team is incredible, apart from the last episode. The last episode was a bit weird, but yeah, I, you know, it was, it was a closure episode, which mm-hmm. I'm okay with, but at the same time, the perspective from Shiro to characters looking for him is kind of like, I mean, I know what they were trying to do, they were trying to do something different. But... Mm. And even with the kids, who the kid, and the kid, I, I don't think are the kids important. They show up in, in any other series. Those kids, I don't think so. No, that's something. Like it's just, it just feels, it felt kind of out of place to me. I mean, again, I love closure. I love seeing Shiro happy. Shiro and Sahalin, they were happy. They were old, and I don't know if that was real or a, 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 a dream. I don't know because that man more than likely definitely died. Like it was like no, it's real. Okay, is, is as far as I know. According to Gundam, he's alive. And not yeah, as far as I know, he's still alive within the Gundam canon. Mm-hmm. But it was just I don't know. But but I think it wasn't necessary to wrap up the story of Eighth MS. I felt like it was definitely for the fans. Like it was definitely for the fans, less for the story because Eighth MS. The last the episode before that was actually honestly all I needed. Like of course I I was like oh yeah we get another episode to see him happy. Like I, I love to see happiness. I love to see unhappiness. Mm. But at the end of the day, I mean. That wasn't what the story is about. The story wasn't necessarily fully about them being in love. It's about the, how 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 war takes away the cho- choices from people, and that's what it did. Take away their choices to be together, even though they wanted to be together. And my man was getting some buns in the snow. I respect him. Respect that man more than anything. My man got some buns in the middle of the Arctic tundra or wherever they was. 
Man heated up the hot, hot. The man heated up the, the water and made a little hot tub for him and Shawty. My man said, oh, said, oh you want to get in? You want to get in? I just want to stay warm with you, baby. What's good? Definitely clapping cheeks. It's cool. He was clapping. clapping cheeks in the Arctic. That man different. I mean, hmm. I'm, I'm a and I think she's pregnant at the end in episode 12. Yeah. He, I think she has to yeah. baby bump. So, mm-hmm. Shiro obviously been doing his job. Yeah, but she been shooting straight. You know what I mean? The man's a shooter. He's shooting a club up, man. <laughs> But no, I I I think um a a the best team um it, it it's it's good for a lot of reasons the character interactions and everything like that. But again, it shines a light on the enemies too, just enough, just enough. Like it's not again, it's not Gundam Origin, which is fine. It doesn't need to be. It's its own. It's its own take. You're using you're using Origin as like your reference point for everything. right now. Like- right now it is because I love Gundam Origin because I love it's going to be the standard by which you judge everything by and I but right, unless unless i watch something that's better that's my standard right now there's plenty of shit in gundam that's bad in <laughs> we will find out I'll, I'll be I'll, again i'll be watching so we will find out oh, no, i was gonna say go watch Unity, but you haven't watched zaya yet so yes right, so you, again give me like six months give me no actually no that's a lie give me nine months because i'm gonna be watching other things okay, about nine months because i, I want to do i want to do another where do i start and maybe like uh i want to do one on monogatari but anyway um but anyway, this is because my stand is origin right now. But um, it, it's in the sense that like the character interactions and everything that we that like the part of one of the parts I really love is when they're fighting the enemy that he saved, and, and the guy's like, "I'm not as soft as you," and she was like, "It's not about being soft. Like your life matters. Like your life matters too. It's not about being soft. Like nothing, but but I, but I think those three episodes before the end of the series is like." Some of the most important in the series because it's too. You said what? You said you would think so too. Yeah, I think most important in the series because we see that we see Shiro's well four episodes. We see Shiro's turn. We see we see the the how the Earth Federation and his government, the people who are supposed to be looking out for him, reflect on him and look at him. And then we also see a moment like that to where Shiro's like, "Yo, it's not about it's not about being soft. I could kill you. I could have been killed. You. I could have." First of all, Shiro's a bad man too. Shiro could have killed all of y'all. They all could have. He could have clapped him easily. Easily, he a bad man. But he's he like, your life him. matters. Like this, 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 there are bigger things in this world than this war. And I think that's like, I think that like that's one of the parts I was like, I really love Shiro. I really love Shiro, and I, I really liked Eighth Dimension because they, they even though they were ordered by the government to kill him if anything happened, they had his back because at that moment they realized the same thing that there's more to life than this war. And 100%. I just uh, FMS team is is there's a reason why FMS team is a fan favorite anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, amongst Universal Century fans, personally, my favorite Universal Century Gundam series so far. Um, that is obviously that could be subject to change if I see something better. Mm-hmm. But um, the protagonists, the mecha designs. I mean, obviously the ground Gundam, mm-hmm. the um, which is again a fan favorite Gundam, is from FMS team. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, you know, I've built a gun plan with it. <laughs> yeah. Um, small little SD one. I'm gonna get it now. Uh, because I'm tired and I'm gonna want to sleep soon. But um, you know, uh, yeah, HMS team is really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, the character interactions, the actual storyline, the narrative is well developed. Um, the characters are intriguing. The protagonist is exceptional. Um, and all in all, HMS team is an exemplary, exemplary series. 
I mean, t technically, I would say you could start an FMS team technically because it has no narrative bearing on mm -hmm. the original Mobile Suit Gundam. I mean, there were callbacks to it and there were references to it. Um, but yeah. Uh, we have um, we had a comment from Dark Images. He said, or she said, they said, I usually start people off with Gundam Seed, then they branch off forever. Seed is, again, a very, very, very good place to start people um, with Mobile Suit Gundam. I recently watched Seed um, like fully in its entirety this year, uh, about a month or so ago, I think I finished it, and it mm -hmm. is exceptional. Um, again, as I said, it's mostly a retelling of the original Mobile Suit Gundam, um, with Kira Yamato obviously being uh, the Cosmic Errors version of Amuro Ray. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Would you pick, would you, as an MC, would you pick him or Amuro? Amuro. Amuro? Why Amuro? I mean, I like Kira Yamato, mm -hmm. um, but again, he has a, he suffers from a lot of, well, not suffers, but he, he is aided by a lot of plot armor. Mm. I will say I will say that's one thing Amaro for the most part because they set because they set him up because they because of how they set Amaro up in the beginning he isn't he doesn't have a lot of plot armor because his whole this whole thing is growing from his mistakes and as he grows he becomes stronger and he also loses whereas, a lot whereas Kiri Yamato does have a lot of plot armor and he's quite he's quite an empath he's quite empathic as a character mm -hmm. um he does he does he does um he does fuck his friends girlfriend um you know i can talk about girlfriends i'm wrong used to get in my nerves okay i'm real had a shot and he <laughs> yo i'm broke out my nerves this man had a shorty this man, Amro, had a shawty, and he always left her in the dust. He always, they'd be like, oh, that's your girlfriend? He'd be like, yeah, whatever. And then, But then when it was time to be a boyfriend, this man was like, you die, you die, shawty. That's not on me. <laughs> if you die, you die, shawty. God, giant robots. Your woman. That, that's the order. That's the order. <laughs> And then when that one shawty came and she was the one that helped repair stuff and this man Amaro fell in love with her and with, within first glance and he left his shawty in the dust and I was just like, Amaro! Dude, it's trash. Bull was crying, Bull was crying over a shawty he would never have. He would never have. He was being a simp. Dude is, dude is the definition of Gundam pilots and ish. In a sound, I'm like, yo, bruh, she don't want. She had a fiance. She don't want you. Like, I, again, I get having a crush, bro. I get that. Da, da, da. She like 20 years older than you, bruh. She don't want you. She don't want you. You gotta. You have a girl ready to surf on her. You know, maybe maybe she was too easy. Maybe that's why. Maybe she was too easy for Amaro. I don't know. Maybe Amaro's like, oh, she's too easy. Who knows? I don't know, man. Maybe maybe he's like, she's a thought man. I need to ditch her, man. She didn't even do nothing. She was taking care of the kids. She was doing all that. I'm just like, Amaro, you got a shawty. And she don't even, you treat her like shit. He treated her like shit. She'd be like, I'm, she'd be like, Amaro, good morning. He'd be like, shut up, here, bitch. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you know that viral clip? Which one? Which one? What do you mean by that? Oh, what do you mean? What do you no, mean? No. What do you? Yeah. What do you mean <laughs> He was so yo. He was so bad to her. She would yo. She was straight. She was straight. We just be asking a question. She'd be like, "Oh, Amara, how are you feeling?" I'm like, "Bitch, you don't be asshole. Who are you talking to like that? Why are you talking to me?" And then he would just walk by. I'm just like, oh, 
bro. What is the? What is up? Um, bro, what is up with this? He's just trying to look out for you. He he treated he treated um he treated Casbell's sister better than her. He treat he treated yeah. everybody. He treated better than her for no. No, but like <laughs> she was a ride or die. Though. No, no, she no. was a ride or die though. You can't lie. Harry Yamao was a bad dude, man. Like he's like you know that video. You know that video series that was like, I'm Tyrone, and I'm here to F somebody's wife? Mm -hmm. Long dick style. <laughs> that was Kiriyama Otisayaga's oh, chick still. Oh my god. Man. I'm, I'm Kiriyama O, and I'm here to F your chick. Long dick style. That was literally Kiriyama's <laughs> chick. And then the worst thing is, yeah, when Sayaga tried to come at him, because it was his dude in it, that was his man's, he twisted his arm behind his back and said, yeah, I did it, I'm one. Listen, man, you need to see, see this salacious. Yo, that's ridiculous. I, I, got, yeah, I guess I've had to watch bro, this. Watch that watch is watch ridiculous. Watch. Oh, my gosh. And then when she dies, he moves on to the next thing. Oh. Clean. Gundam, Gundam pilots, bro. Listen, man, Gundam. Watch Gundam Seed. Uh, Gundam pilots. Can't please. trust them. <laughs> can't trust a Gundam pilot. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Black men don't cheat. Gundam pilots. But Gundam pilots do. Gundam pilots cheat, bro. Gundam pilots cheat. That's why we don't see a lot of black Gundam pilots. I'm just hey, I'm seeing, I'm seeing, I'm seeing the connections. You don't see them. Black men don't cheat. The black, black men don't, don't cheat, so we can't be Gundam pilots. Because can't be Gundam pilots. Crazy. Wow. Wow. You opened up your third eye, man. It's crazy. Wow. That's wild. I didn't even think about that. I, I don't. You know what? I want a rep representation. I want. I want. If we got a black guy, I want him to build it. I want him to build the mech. I want him to be in it. It's to build. Why build when you can destroy, brother? I know it's like why destroy when you can build, brother? It's like eleven p.m. I know it's late. It's late. Healthy, but so let's let's go ahead. I'm running on empty right now. Let's go ahead and start wrapping up. Let's start wrapping up. Wrapping up. Wrapping it up. Um, comments first. Nah, that's the only that's the only we had. That's the only we had. You know, what I mean? I, it's remember it's two o'clock over here. I think it's well, where I am. On the East Coast, it is no. It's four o'clock right now. Four o'clock where I am. On the East Coast, it is six p.m. Pacific. People are just getting out. Yes. Now. Yeah. People are just you know, so they'll watch the video on demand. Hopefully, you know what I mean. Last one got three hundred views. Good job, comment or something. Um, and then I then I gotta then I'm gonna post this on the um the pod uh probably Saturday. But so do you so do you edit the video first before you post it up or? Nah, it's, this right. is the, the, the live streaming, so I don't edit it. I could, but oh, okay, cool. I don't see it. Um, so do you want to do now? Plug socials or what? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We, we no. plug in. Um, your your Twitter at is already on here, so you see it. It say it says your Twitter at. I hope people can read that Ash Beard guy. Um, yeah, but you you plug yourself real quick. So unfortunately, I'm not wearing the hoodie <laughs> right now. Um, I'm just gonna grab it real quick though. But um, I also run Black Anime Podcasts, which is a directory for anime podcasts by Black creators. This is the hoodie, real quick. Um, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Black Anime Pods. Um, I haven't updated the site in a while, but I will be updating it very, very soon. I haven't updated. Um, our, actually, I did update our site. I need to update the. the I need to update the front page. Though, man. I need to update the front page. I, mean, I, moved, I moved everything. I mean, your website made me. Realize I had to step my game up and I'm <laughs> over to work. Oh my gosh. I, I, I need to do better. Uh, but 
Go ahead, talk about Bill Caster too. Talk about Bill Casters, even though you haven't done an episode in a while, but talk about Bill Casters. Well, an episode this week, bro. Oh, you did. You did the review. We did the review, right? Or was that last? No, week? Uh, no, 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 no. We did. You were Sentai, yeah. All the re. No, yeah, we covered the recent uh, Gundam Seed project news. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, I forgot about that. Just recorded and like basically didn't do any editing to. Mm-hmm. Although I'm, I beat out the N word, uh, but yeah. Um, so yeah, Buildcasters, a Gundam podcast, is my podcast, and we are on socials, so Twitter and Instagram, at Buildcasters, uh, B-U-I-L-D, Casters, C-A-S-T-E-R-S, C-A-S-T-E-R-S, all one word, follow us on that, um, I'm obviously at Ashbird Guy, and obviously Black Manga is an upcoming project that I've got that will be a platform for... Um, manga and webtoons by black creators and it's also the home of my other projects so Buildcasters and black anime pods it kind of ties them all together um and that's on socials that's at b-l-k-m-n-g-a um so yeah that's it i mean i will launch that website soon but obviously life get has got in the way it was supposed to launch at the end of may but i've just been busy doing other stuff oh and i will be doing another black anime podcast live event on twitter spaces very very soon the first one was cr- the first one beyond battle shonen was so good um we got so many people there like um we had Na- we had nisha from um did you have to podcast mm. on there as well um at at, at nisha plays on uh twitter and insta um n-e-y-s-h-a and then plays she's dope and she was a panelist and she's dope so we did have americans on there um, and the next one, Magical Mandem, will be dealing with uh, toxic masculinity in anime fandom spaces. So that look out for a date, a new date for that soon. So yeah, that's it. So again, if you if you if you are a, a, a mecha head, you love mecha, you you haven't found a place where you feel you belong. At the Buildcasters, they talk about it all the time. You know, Gunplay talk about um, Gunplay. They talk about you know different mecha series, and then even if you just need somebody to talk about anime in general. I, this this man, they they definitely they they are on the ball with all of it. So um, definitely follow that 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 uh, that ad you see on the screen at Ash Beard Guy. Um, I don't gotta shout myself out. I'm already here. Um, <laughs> you're on my page, and my links on my page too. But uh, for so as we finish, we're gonna have some last words just to just to finish out. We haven't had an episode in a while, so some last words. Um, Ash, what what do you, what are the what is it, what do you, what's the last thing you want to say? What do you want to say to the people? Yeah, you know I mean, what do you need to get off your chest? You know, we we support all slander on the black anime, on the black anime podcast. All slander. Sorry for cursing. Sorry for cursing. Well, I'm actually, no, I'm not going to curse. But giant shooty robots are really, really, really freaking cool. That's what I want to say. Um, yeah, and watch Mega XLR. That's a random plug, but Mega XLR is one of the best shows in existence. And it features a giant shooty robot, so please watch Mega Sex a lot. So yeah. Oh, and Gundam, of course. Watch plenty of Gundam. Watch Gundam Build Fighters. Gundam Build Fighters is very, very good. All of you people that are trapped by the spiritual bondage of Battle Shonen, you'll love Gundam Build Fighters. The spiritual bondage. Um, spiritual bondage. Uh, my last words are um, two things I can say off the dome. Um, on Webtoons, our, our friend, a friend of the Black Anime Pod, a friend of basically you know, a lot of Black Anime Pods, but also just a dope-ass dude, um uh two two the best dudes uh pat and a yin day um yin or yin designs on on twitter um uh, and gumbo goon uh be, be if you go to if you follow him on twitter be be very prepared 
because you don't know what you, you don't know what gumbo what pack you're gonna get with the time to do it but anyway um they have dropped a new webtoon um on webtoons called uh blade titans b-l-a-d-e and then titans Titans. I'm all over. I've read the chapter. I've read the first chapter already. Your podcast, your podcast review chat, the podcast review of the chapter is coming very, very soon. I've been very, mm -hmm. very, very busy this week, and my birthday is on Sunday, so I'm sorry. I'm going to be <laughs> intoxicated this week. So I'll get very, very soon. I promise mm -hmm. you. I'll try and get it done within the next couple of days. I promise mm -hmm. you. If you are a listener of the Black Anime Podcast, or you've or your, this is our YouTube channel. If you've listened to our, our our interview with them, which is on our which is on our YouTube channel, um, there's no video for it. It's just us talking. Um, <laughs> it's just us talking. You want to go listen to it? Um, we talk a little bit about um, talk a little bit about this series and what it means to uh, Yin and even Pat and and how you know how big it is for them and how important it is for them. And so uh, if you are in if you are into manga, you want some new manga to read, gentle webtoons, or just new webtoons to read, it's basically part one of this chapter one, and I and uh, I think everybody should go out and check it out. Uh, Yin put his heart and soul into this, um, and you can tell the art is fantastic. The art is fantastic. I'm just like it. You are going to be amazed by it. The art is fantastic for the series. Yin is that Yin is a dog. He that man. He all that in a bag of chips. So um, I think you'll really enjoy it. Um, but yeah, the first the first half of chapter one is now on webtoons. Um, the second half will be dropped later. Um, uh, I need I need Yin to give me a sneak peek, man. Yin, yeah, I, I'm I'm trying to get that sneak peek because I it, sneak it, me it, a copy. Nice if he gave it to me so I could review the review it in its entirety, and then maybe like drop the episode when he maybe drop my episode when he releases the second half of chapter one. So Yin, I mean, we, don't, this. we don't know. Yin is a perfectionist, so I have no clue when them extra thirty pages to cover, bro. Send me, send me the pages. Send the pages. Yeah, send another pages. But um, that um also um a boy uh that makes the manga gray. He's releasing the volume one soon, or he already released. It. I can't remember. I just remember him talking about it. Um, so uh that volume, if you want to get a paperback or paper, well, physical, whatever you want, um, a volume one of gray. I would definitely go check it out. If you don't know anything about Gray, you can find it on um what's that? What is that app? What is that comics app? Um I can't remember the comics app. Huh? No, 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 no. It's no, it's a it's a no, it's on a webtoon app. It's a it's a comic app. I can't remember right now, and I'm mad I can't remember right now. But you can just you can Google you can Google uh no, you can't Google Gray because I want Gray manga. You know, it's kind of, you can't really Google, you can't really Google the title of this manga and it, for it to come up. You know I mean? I never thought about that. Chris Hornet Gray. K-R-I-S Hornet with two Ts. Gray. And it should come up there. I, I never thought about that before. But, yeah. Go check that out too. Um, might be buying on Amazon, I'm not sure. But, um, but my last, last words are... Yeah, I mean, kind of piggybacking on what Ash said, giant shooting robots are fun, but also, they're not the whole series, you know? They're not the whole series, and that's what makes it so good. So, don't let other people, don't let other people influence you. If you're interested, go watch it, and you might be like me, you might love it. So, 
that's it. That's what we got for today. Thank you for watching. Go. Oh, go ahead. Before we go, see all of those people that are trapped by the spiritual bondage of Battle Shonen. Mecha is not bad. I'm sick and tired of you little Gen Z youths saying that Mecha is bad. Mecha is not bad. You just haven't experienced the genre in its full entirety. <laughs> because there are me there's a Mecha anime for everyone. There are Shoujo Mecha. There's Magic Knight Raya, which is amazing. There's Battle Shonen Mecha. As I said, there's an there's um Angel not Angelic Leia. Um, what's the name of the clamp series I've got? But basically, there's a there's a battle shonen um mecha that has like tiny little dolls and things from clamp. I think it's Angelic Leia. Um, obviously there's uh Gundam Build Fighters as well. So yeah, there's there's literally mecha for everyone. It's literally mecha for everyone. Yeah, it is Angelic Leia. I was right. Um, there is Angelic Leia. So yeah, there's literally mecha for everyone. So all of you who say that mecha is dead and I hate mecha, you're wrong. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, listen, to, hey, listen, 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 listen to the man. Listen to the man. Um, but yeah, thank you for watching. If you're watching this on uh, YouTube, if you're listening to us on the podcast, thank you for listening. Uh, leave a comment. Leave a leave a like on whatever podcast platform or on our YouTube. Leave a like, um, share it, all that, all that jazz. And we will we will be back. When we will be back. <laughs> we will be back. <laughs> all right. Peace out, y'all. Yeah, it was.